Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. I'm standing here today because my desire to work when I wanted to work, how I wanted to work and where I wanted to work was just a little bit more important to me than my fear of failure and humiliation. Amy Porterfield. You're listening to WPC UK, the place to be if you are looking to grow and streamline your business in 2023. I'm your host, Donna Eid, and I'll be walking you through processes, productivity and planning, along with bringing you business experts with knowledge to share. Let's make 2023 the year of success in your business. and welcome back to the Wedding Procast UK. My name is Donna and oh my days, I can't believe I'm announcing this. Finally, I have the one, the only Amy Porterfield on the show today. Now, if you have not been in Amy's world before, let me tell you a little bit about Amy. Amy has been one of my mentors unknowingly for around 10 years now. She has a podcast of her own, which is a chart-topping podcast, the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. So definitely head over and listen to that if you haven't already and subscribe because she is just so generous with the information that she gets. She has some great guests on all fantastic for marketing your business. But today I have Amy on the show because she has a book out and you know I love to interview authors and share books with you that I think might be of value. So the book is called Two Weeks Notice and it launched on Tuesday this week. I was able to speak to Amy back in December whilst I was in the middle of COVID, I might add, and talk to her all about her book. Now, her book is about handing in your notice to that nine to five. And in the wedding industry, some of you may well be sitting there saying, I'm fed up with the day job. I want to go full time with my wedding business. If so, this book is going to help you set that date and take that action. Maybe you are looking to join the wedding industry, but you've got a day job that you want to get rid of. This book is going to help you take that action. And even if you are not looking to quit your job, Amy drops such nuggets throughout this book of how you can really start to organize and start to rethink. And I just think it's so important to learn from other entrepreneurs who are in different industries to you because you can pick up such great information. I am so excited to bring you this interview with Amy. So I'm going to shut up now. Let's jump straight into the interview. Thank you, Amy, so much for coming on the podcast. I am absolutely thrilled to have you here. It's unbelievable. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks so much for having me. I have to say, um, those that don't know, which I'm sure is not many people that listen to my podcast, you are the reason I have a podcast. What? No Mm -hmm. way. That is so cool. Yeah, your podcast was the first podcast I ever listened to. I found you through Jasmine Star and I've been listening ever since about seven or eight years now. So um, yeah. This is like a dream come true for me to have you on my podcast. I never thought I'd be saying this. This is amazing. (laughs) This was meant to be then. So thanks for being an OG with my podcast. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I am thrilled to be an OG of your brand new book, Two oh Weeks Notice. That will never sound right to me. Like the I fact was going to say, how does it feel? It feels crazy good to me. I can't believe it's finally out into the world and this is happening. So I so appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about it a bit. Absolutely. So let's dive straight in. So this book you have created for people who want to get out of their nine to five, but also anybody who's out of their nine to five, started their own business, but feels like maybe they're just missing something. So can you tell us a little bit about what we're going to find in the book that's going to help us? Yes. So I wrote two weeks notice because this is the book I wish I had when I left my own corporate job and started my business 14 years ago. And so I had a job with peak performance coach, Tony Robbins, and it was an amazing job. I got to travel the world, do amazing things with content because I was in the content department. But I realized while I was there that I've never really been free. I've always had a boss, whether it be my very first boss, my dad, or every other boss I had in the nine to five world. And I finally got that knowing that I think there's something bigger and better waiting for me, but I had no idea how to be an entrepreneur. And I sure as heck didn't know how to do online marketing, like build a website, build an email list, create products and courses and memberships, all of that I had to learn. So I put everything I know about building a business from scratch in this book, like literally how to do it, not just like big ideas, but how to do it so that people will have a guidebook of getting started or strengthening a business that they started, but it feels a little bit shaky and not making the kind of money they want. Mm, brilliant. I, and, and I have been able to read um, quite a bit of the book and I have oh, really been yeah. enjoying it. Um, and I wanted to pull on that freedom that you were talking about because yeah. I think... Um, in corporate, a lot of us are sitting there thinking, oh, I just need to get out of this box. I want to get out of this office. Um, and I've seen the TikToks and the reels that say, you know, I left a nine to five for a 24-7. And I think yes. you would agree with me that you are a self-confessed workaholic. Yes. And I have listened to your podcast where you have said, Hobie has told you to go and talk to the boss in the mirror because he <laughs> hasn't seen you. Yes. And the thing is, is I have seen over the last few years, you have made some big changes. And I was going to ask you to talk about those changes, but I read the book and I pulled on something that I was like, oh, this would be a perfect um, image to show the difference, especially to my audience who are mainly wedding vendors. You mentioned in the book a story about your best friend's wedding and how you were working slyly whilst you were there. And I know that this weekend or last weekend, You were at another wedding. Oh my goodness. I love that you made this parallel. I would love to see from, hear from you, the difference between those two and, and how you now sort of see your freedom. Ah, let's talk about this. Okay. So when I was still in my nine to five job, you're right. I, uh, my best friend was getting married in this little sleepy town in California where Wi-Fi was very sparse. Like I couldn't get it anywhere. And I was secretly meaning I didn't want anyone in the wedding party to know that I had to get this project done while I was at this destination wedding. And so I would sneak in the back of little cafes, like mooching off of their Wi-Fi, praying no one from the wedding party saw me because I was supposed to be present. And I absolutely was not. I was stressed out the entire experience, but I thought no one really could tell except my husband who's like, you're looking frantic and crazy, but I was like, just be quiet. I got to get it done. And so I get to the wedding. I do a cheers with my best friend through champagne. And she says to me, 
all you do is work. And I was devastated. Number one, she was right. Number two, I didn't realize she noticed. And number three, I was embarrassed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I am working my life away for somebody else building their empire. I'm on someone else's time and someone else's dime. And here I am at my best friend's wedding, working my life away and kind of ruining the experience for her and I to connect through that. So I was devastated, but fast forward to this weekend, uh, one of my very dear friends got married in Miami. I love this couple so very much. I didn't crack my computer once. That baby didn't come out. I got a massage before the wedding. I stayed out late. I slept in the next morning. This is the life that I want. Monday through Thursday, I work my tail off in my business and I take it very seriously. But we work a four-day work week now, very Mm -hmm. different than when I first started the business. I started to value downtime and white space, not just for myself, but the people that work with me as well. So we take Friday off now to have a three-day weekend. My life is dramatically different. And here's Mm -hmm. a little quick secret. I've been in business for 14 years. I wish I started a four-day work week many, many, many years ago. I wish I valued my rest time in my white space much more in the early years because I got burned out very much so in the beginning of being an entrepreneur. I don't think that's necessary. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know another way. Oh, and that's good. That's what I was going to ask you because that was one of my initial things was like, I know that now you have a much better balance than I am sure how Hobie, Scout and Cade are very pleased that they have more time with you. Yes. How soon do you think you could have really done it? Because I know that when we're starting in business, we have to sort of grind. We have to get it out there. We have to do the marketing. We feel like it is all consuming. And I feel like there's a point where we all need to go, okay, I've done that bit now. Now is time to find the balance. When do you think that really should have been for you? I love that you're a realist. Like we're not going to sugarcoat this and say, you quit your nine to five job. The first day you become a boss of your own business, you're not on a beach sipping Mai Tais on your laptop. Like that, that is not real. Although people will make you believe it is. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good two years until things typically click for many of my students who are building online businesses. For me, it was absolutely two years, but I hear this from a lot of students. You've got to say yes to a bunch of things that aren't going to work to know if they're going to work or not. You don't know what you need to do or want to do until you're in it and think, you know what, this isn't the direction I wanna go. I'm gonna change this. Mm. So there's a lot of trial and error if you're brave enough to do so, which I know people listening, you can be brave enough to do so and know that you're gonna crash and burn and that's absolutely part of this process. And so give yourself those first two years to explore. But here's what I want you to do. Yeah, it will feel like you're hustling a bit. Yes, you will work longer hours than maybe you thought you would in the first few years. But what's important is you start to set boundaries. You start Mm -hmm. to set some non-negotiables little by little. I know I needed to work on weekends in the first year, but year two, I'm not working any weekends. Or I'm promising my husband that this this door closes at 6 p.m. and I am present with the family. Those little non-negotiables or habits you start forming are important in the early years. They're not always going to stick, but you start forming them. So by year three, you've got them in place and you're consistent now. Mm -hmm. I really do believe that's the real way to look at it. I love that. I love that. That is so Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I really do think that that is such an important thing for everybody to understand because I feel like they're either going at it to burn out 
and then giving up because it's like, well, I can't work at that level all the time. And so they think that if they can't do that, then they can't have their business. Um, Or they're going at it thinking that they can do exactly what you said, sipping Mai Tais on a beach from day one. And then they wonder why they don't get anywhere. And and then they end up back in their nine to five. And we don't want that for people. Um, So moving on to uh, another question that I had for you um, is this this idea of multiple revenue streams. So for me, I have told my people a lot, a lot, a lot, especially since 2020 and my podcast started April 2020. that multiple revenue streams is where it's at. You know, it's all well and good having a business to person like in face business, which is what a lot of the wedding vendors have. Um, but you've got to diversify. You've got to have alternatives out there because if you put all your eggs in one basket and the basket gets broken, we're going to lose all our eggs. So so true. What, <laughs> what are you seeing um, that is working, that is sort of being successful for people in the online space because you are the queen of online. So tell us what's going on. (laughs) And I love multiple streams of revenue. I think it's so smart, especially with the wedding industry, what we saw during COVID. Like imagine if so many of the people that follow you had these additional revenue streams in place already, Mm. how that would literally give them peace of mind in a time that was very rough for many of them. So I'm a huge proponent. I love that you teach that. So some of the things that are working, if we keep it really simple, uh, you can absolutely create small products to go along with whatever you do. So it might mean that you're selling PDF templates or guides or um, some kind of instructional uh, online book. Like we can start really simple so that you get your feet wet saying, I can sell this on the side as well as doing my main business. So a lot Mm. of my students will start just really simply that way. But when you want to create a bigger stream of revenue, You've got digital courses, memberships, masterminds. You can do small group coaching. You can do one-on-one consulting or coaching. There's different areas of your business that they're going to fit people in different ways. Let's say that somebody wants to learn exactly how you do what you do. So let's say that somebody is a florist and they are a florist for all these different wedding venues. And you want to actually coach a few other people who want to be florists for wedding venues. Mm. You can make a pretty penny on the side doing some of that business building consulting work as you work in your business. So never think that your business, this, um, the revenue stream has to be identical to how you're making money right now. It could have a twist. It could be a little bit different. One of the chapters in the book, I fully outline a way to make money quickly, although I'm not a get rich quick kind of girl. So let's just make <laughs> that known. But there is a way in the book, I talk about a mini workshop where you put together one thing that you want to teach you teach it online, you record it, and you can sell this thing over and over again. Um, let me give you an example. Let's say you um, help women or you help brides plan their wedding. Well, you could create a mini workshop that's like the 10 things you must have in place before ever working with an event planner or a wedding planner. I can tell you these brides, in order to save a bunch of money, these Mm. brides would be like, tell me right now. So that could be like $97 and it's just a way that people start to get into your world and you're offering amazing advice and they learn from you and they think, I want this girl to be my wedding planner. She knows her stuff. So there's so many cool things you can do and I outline it all throughout the book. 
Fabulous. I am, well, I can't wait to get to that point in the book. I'm not yes. quite there yet. So I'm absolutely <laughs> thrilled. It's near the end. It's near the end. <laughs> it's good. I'm not that far behind. It's all good. I'll get there. Um, so I, I love the sound of, of the book. I'm really enjoying what I've read so far. Um, what would you say are your sort of three key takeaways that you want people to come mm. out of the, from reading your book? I love this question. Okay. The first thing, and and a lot of your audience might already get this one, but I just, there's a few people listening that might need it. So let's just say it. We've got to learn how to unboss ourselves. Mm. And this concept is is throughout the book. And, And the word unboss, basically what I mean is you have to believe in your capability and capacity to lead yourself meaning you do not need anyone else to lead you. Sure, you can use us as guides and we'll show you what we've done and what what worked and what didn't. But at the end of the day, you have to learn to trust your gut, your intuition, and your knowledge to make those decisions and guide yourself. So unbossing is a big theme throughout the book because I needed it. I tell this story in the book and I won't give it all away, but it's a story I did not want to tell. It's like in the last three chapters of the book and somewhere in there. And I talk about how I took on a business partner in a business that I had already almost made a million dollars in a year, but I felt like it was getting scary and I couldn't do it alone. So I mean, to be honest, I felt like I needed a man to help me. Mm. And so these are little things that I realized I've always had a boss. I've always had someone to fall back on. And I went back in my old ways three years into my business. So I tell these stories about the mistakes I made and not fully unbossing was one of them that got me into a lot of struggle for a while. So Mm. that's one of the themes in the book. Another theme in the book is getting really clear on why you want it. Like, why do you want to be your own boss? Why is it important for you to make your own money on your own terms? Because when it gets hard, when in those first two years, when you are hustling, when your time feels like it's not your own because it's all devoted to your business, going back to your why will really pick you up on the hard days where it feels like this is not working. In those first two years, I probably said this is not working a million times. Now, that was not helpful by any means, but I was so scared about everything I was doing because I was so uncertain. It's very normal to be scared when you go out on your own. You just do it scared. That's the Mm -hmm. difference between you, someone going after it, versus someone who will never, ever try to be their own boss. You do it scared. So that's another theme throughout the book. I think the final theme is get into action. That's why I share how to get a simple website up, how to grow an email list, how to create content and post on social media. The way I share a lot of the ways I did it to see success because you have to get into motion. You have to take action in order to get clarity on where you want to go. Action creates clarity. So showing you exactly what to do is in these pages because I want you to get down to work. Fabulous. I love that. You're, you need to know your why, guys. That why yes. is so, so important. And belief in yourself. I think so many people like that. They want it and they just don't quite believe enough um, yes. in themselves and their abilities. And we, we've all got the ability to do it. So I, I love that. I really do. Um, so I know we haven't got long, so I just wanted to sort of end on um, what is the one piece of advice you would have given yourself um, way back in the beginning of your business if you could go back? Oh, one piece of advice. I would say be kinder to yourself. 
I beat myself up more than anyone else could beat me up online. Mm -hmm. I didn't post videos because I thought I looked too fat. I didn't talk about things I wanted to talk about online because I was afraid what would people think of me? What if my old coworkers were to see my videos and think she doesn't know what she's talking about? Who is she to be doing that? And so I worried about everything I did that I played small in the very beginning, which made it really hard to grow a business. I wish I was kinder to myself. I wish I talked to myself like I was talking to a best friend who was trying to start her own business. I would have been cheering her on, but Mm -hmm. every move I made, if it wasn't lucrative, I think I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur. So I would say be very careful about what you're telling yourself and what you're making these experiences mean in the beginning because it matters. It matters how you talk to yourself. So I wish I was kinder and I really hope my readers will be kinder to themselves. I love that. I love that. Amy, thank you so, so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. You literally are one of my top five people in the world. You know, you you did a podcast many moons ago on the people you surround yourself with. And I keep you in my ears. You just fell out of my ears, but (laughs) I keep you in my ears. Um, And you talk so much sense. And I really appreciate your time today coming on the podcast. Guys, go and get two weeks notice. It is out right now. You can go to any bookstore, go to Amazon, get it right now and just have a good read. And uh, you will will feel like you have Amy in your ears as well. (laughs) Uh, Friend, thank you so much. I, I love everything you do and I appreciate this. So thanks again. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Amy. So that is it, guys. I still cannot believe it happened. And I think because I had COVID when it happened, it's all a little bit foggy. It's all a bit of daydream. I hope that one day I get to have her back and have a longer conversation and just dive in deeper with her because it was absolutely so fantastic to have her on the show. It really made my year. That was my Christmas present sorted. I absolutely loved having her on the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed it too. I hope you'll consider supporting and going and buying that book. I think it will be really valuable to you. Like I say, even if you are already out of the rat race, it is a fantastic book to read these stories of people. It just boosts you and motivates you to keep going and continue with your dream. I hope you'll go and get a copy of the book. You can head over to bit.ly forward slash WPCUK Amy and grab the book there. And until next time, bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.